0: This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronc, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download W-R-R-C-1. That's W like Wanda, R R R like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling.
1: Hello, this is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting is ready with her panel of guests to give you all the information you need about finding your career or furthering your career. No matter where you are on your career path, Wanda Ellett has the tips and tricks you need to succeed. Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting for your career is calling only on 1077 the Bronx and 1077 the
0: good morning you are listening to your career is calling this is wanda ellett live in the killarney public house studio at rider university's radio station 1077 the Bronx, and online at 1077 thebronxcom probably ranked the best college radio station in new jersey per new jersey broadcasters association your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. Today, I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today producing our show is Ryder University's intern, Bobby Negolescu. Yay, Bobby! So today, I'm very honored to have with me uh, Joe Romano. Joe, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, good morning, and thank you for taking time with me, too.
2: I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thank you so much. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Joe. Um, uh, Joe Romano is – hold on. i got to pull my – my desk is a mess already. <laughs> this morning. Um, Joe Romano um, – hold on. I have PD in the background too. Um, Joe Romano is a single father of two boys with fifty percent custody, and he's been in special education uh, as a teacher for nineteen years, and has his master's in um, educational administration. Additionally, for the last five years, he's been working in the network marketing industry, um, in addition to teaching. Um, and he shared too that his biggest obstacle to overcome, uh, but I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show. Uh, basically, uh, what we've done in the past is initially we started doing the show. We would have, like, uh, guests on, and they would talk about different topics uh, related to networking, marketing, um, resumes, interviewing, that type of thing. Um, then in, in next, you know, the next few years, what we did was we would take that topic for a month and then do a deep dive into it and have guests each week that would come on and talk to that topic. Um, and in the last year, what we did was we had people come on to share their biggest career lesson. And, um, you know, we found that to be very inspiring. Um, you know, people could, you know, the listeners, you, the listeners, could resonate with you. Was was um, Talk about overcoming obstacles, because we all face challenges, and oftentimes, you may not even realize that somebody else went through that same challenge. And how did they get through it? What did they do? Um, giving you insight to help make things. So um, let's let's get to it. Uh, Joe has a great obstacle that, you know, it's it's a very common obstacle. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm excited to, to get, you know, get into this. So, Joe, if you would, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
2: Well, like you said, I've been a teacher for 19 years. Master's in administration to become a principal. Uh, The reason why I haven't gotten that route is because about six and a half years ago, I got divorced. And that's my biggest challenge, and it's still part of it today. I think um, what's held me back from administration is I have 50% custody of my kids, and being a teacher, I'm used to being home or bartending and when i finally got divorced i know if i got a job as an administrator i would basically be in a building when my kids could be with me and ever since then it just, it's been i guess even before that it was a struggle because i had a feeling i knew was filing a long time before i actually did file My my biggest challenge was finances i was working as a teacher working as a bartender and you know in education teachers don't get paid enough to support a family on their own or they actually have to need a part-time job. And I know a lot of people say out there that we work 180-some-odd days out of the year, blah, blah, blah. But after 19 years with the master's and the amount of money that I make, I was still making more money behind the bar, which is kind of sad when you have a degree and you're educated and you have your master's. So just the process of figuring out finances, trying to find out a routine with my kids, it was a struggle for a long time until you just have to wake up and figure out a routine. Um, did your wife also work outside of the home? No, I was the only one who worked. Um, our agreement was when we had kids, she would stay home, I would bartend, and when the kids would go back to school, that's when she would start going back to work. But a lot of things happened within that time to so where I guess we grew apart. And things just didn't, they weren't the way we thought they would be. And that's where I was thinking, all right, do we continue this? We tried marriage counseling. It didn't work. And the next step was the kids started arguing a lot, and we weren't happy. We barely spoke in the house. So in my mind, the next step was, okay, then maybe this marriage isn't working, and I have to kind of split up the family. That was the hardest decision I ever had to make. Number one, you don't know what's next. We were just getting by from me working two jobs, part-time and full-time. Now I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm still going to have to work two jobs, continue with education and bartending, if I can even get a job in administration. But like I said, I kind of put that on hold because I was afraid of the time I was going to lose with the boys. And the only thing that kept me in for as long as it did was the finances. I was not sure if I'd be able to support myself with part-time and full-time work with my kids because I wasn't sure what alimony and support was going to look like. And right. that's what really scared me. So it kind of, I guess, kept me where I was for a while, where I shouldn't be, and so I just had to finally make that leap and just say I, I, I can't do this regardless of what the outcome is going to be. My kids are going to see two happy parents instead are so living with two unhappy parents. And how is
0: co-parenting then?
2: It's been interesting. It's been six and a half years. Um, within those six and a half years, it was we had a roller coaster. The past few months have been very well. It's just we parent very differently. We were raised very differently. So two people from two completely different backgrounds on how you're raised and trying to bring that into our own home, it was just different. And even now where I parent my kids a certain way when they're with me and she parents the kids when she's with them, we kind of have to figure out a way to where we come to an agreement because our son 14 and he realized that <laughs> mom and dad don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. So he kind of used us against each other and we figured it out what he did. We called each other. And like we said, this is where we have to come together or agree on something because now they're starting to see, or they're going to start to use this against us. And ever since then, since he got caught using us is, it works to the benefit to where we have to find a way to co parent.
0: And that seems good. And, and, and you know, you're up, like, overcoming that and just even having the ability to communicate, I think, is one of the biggest challenges that people uh, have Because there's just, you know, you can harbor a lot of resentment and, and just bring things to the table. And, um, Thanks. I applaud both of you, because it took two of you to be able to do that and, um, and to continue to do that and to recognize it.
2: That's yeah, nice. our, son, our son, when um, when I kind of figured out what he was doing, I called her and I'm like, this is what's going on on my end. How's it going on on your end? And we realized he figured it out. That little SOB, is, he's gotten smart and he's using us. And that's what we said. We have to figure out a way to where he sees us getting along. He sees that we're on the same page, and it is going to be. or whether I ask mom or dad, they're going to be on the same page, and it, I'm going to get the same answer.
0: And that's important. That's an important lesson for your son to see as well. Because even though your pa- their, his parents aren't together in a relationship, like in the same house, they still maintain a relationship, and you're both giving him. You know, you're showing him what does a healthy relationship look like. And it's showing each other exactly. respect and courtesy and, you know, look, we, we have to work this out. And those are skills you can use in the workplace. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's such a great foundation for him and for both sons. I don't
2: know if you're right mean, like, now. <laughs> I, I realize, I, it's, for me, it's, I've done a lot of personal development after my divorce because I had no idea which way to go. I was more than stressed. I mean, I at one point when we first got divorced, between practices, CCD, after-school events, laundry, lunches, food shopping, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. We had 50-50. I had half the week. She had half the week. And on top of working full-time and part-time, I couldn't figure out a routine and the schedule. I think the best thing that was ever invented that worked for me was the crock pot it's like that Ron Popeil <laughs> sneakers. set it and forget it Like I'm showing my age right now but I would just dump everything in a bowl set it for six hours, go to work, come back dinner's made, so that was one thing that I thought was like saved my entire life was that, that crop top. <laughs> but there's other little things that I would do, I mean I would iron their clothes on Sunday for the entire week just certain things that would just give me a routine because I didn't have a routine, I wasn't the one who stayed home I wasn't the one who cleaned the house I wasn't the one who went food shopping. So a lot of those responsibilities that I wasn't used to, I had no I, I, had no choice but to take them off. So I it had was to find just, to do that, too. It was a huge adjustment. Um, the worst part of it was, was bartending. I was bartending some nights on Thursdays, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes on Sunday. So I was working basically six or seven day weeks. The worst day was Sunday morning. I would work to about 4 o'clock in the morning, get home. By the time I get home at 4, 4.30, I'd fall asleep maybe at 6. The kids will come back to me at 9, and I'm exhausted. Send them to my mom's for a couple hours so I can get back to sleep, wake up, pick them up, and try to get everything done that I could. So my Sundays were basically a wash with them and just my day in general as a zombie. So I just had to figure something else out. I didn't know what it was going to do or what it was going to take. And then network marketing fell into my lap. And just like everybody else, I I wanted nothing to do with it. It just wasn't something that I wanted to do, but I needed something. So it was either look into that, look into administration, which I still didn't want to do because every time I went on an interview, you can tell I didn't want the position.
0: I'm I'm curious, like, why didn't you want that? Like, Because I would think that administration would give you more, you know, because I know with teaching, it's, it's all a big responsibility, and, and it's just, mm-hmm. it just—it's—it's it, just—it's very. Um, I have family that they're in teaching, and they ended up going into administration. And friends that you know, lifelong friends that same thing—they were teaching and going into administration. And I know it's—it's it's a heavy workload no matter which position you're in. But why? Exactly. What? Why is it? Is it because like it would be like you were afraid it would be more? Like, it wasn't more I, commitment.
2: It wasn't the more
0: about it. It
2: was the fact that I was used to seeing my kids every single day. When you have your schedule cut to where somebody basically says you're only going to see your kids three and a half days a week, it it kind of really it, it's not a good feeling. And my time with them was cut in half, and I had no there was nothing I can do about it. It's just. This is what I decided to do. We got divorced, and I have half the week with my children now. When summertime would come, the way that I had my schedule was that I had Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every Wednesday. The thought that I'm only seeing my kids part of the week to begin with. When summer came, I had the opportunity to see them the entire day, the days that I had them. The selfish part of me saying, I don't want to give that time up, because... There's only, right now, a few summers left that I have with my oldest. He's 14. Within two years, he's going to be with his friends, going to the beach by himself, doing whatever he is in the summer. I only have a certain amount of summers left with these two. And for me to sit in the building, knowing that the kids are at home when they could be with their father, it just it made me lost. It made me sick. I just I could not get myself to do it. So even to this day, it's, it's something that I keep looking into. But I know with the responsibilities and what would come in the summer, I just, I'm still not ready to lose the time with my kids. Some people say that um, the kids will understand. That's great. But as a parent, you only have a certain amount of time with your kids anyway. And right now, the time is more important than the salary, if that makes sense. I'll never get that time back. I
0: applaud you. And that's doing real soul searching and understanding, and, and, which is critical no matter what you're facing, you know, and I think that that's something that I applaud you for that, and and it's, it's critical for anybody out there when they're considering different things within their career and with their family and, you know, even facing divorce. I, I think that that you know, all of these points are very critical, and I applaud you for doing the soul-searching to say, I, 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 it's just not right for me. I, I just, this isn't going to work for me. I I, I just, I, I can't do that. And that's, and, and really knowing yourself as well, you know, because not I, many people, everybody says they know themselves, but even for you to know yourself enough that, you, you know, it, it's just not right for you.
2: It, and, it was a hard decision. It also
0: gives you a strategy. So, you know, mm-hmm. there you, you know, that's me, That. That's the epitome of being the CEO of Me Inc. and really, you know, realizing this is, you know, for my in in your business, in your family, in your life, this is not how it's gonna how, you know, what's the best direction and and path to go. I hate to do this, but we, you know, I'm getting I'm getting a message from a producer. We have to uh, take a little break. But um, you are listening. We'll come right back, and and, 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 and I'm eager to keep going. Uh, you are listening to Your Career is Falling. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett with Joe Romano, and we are live in the Killarney Public Health Studio at Ryder University radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077.
2: No, I got rid of that because the hours between the network marketing, the hours and me getting older, I just could not handle getting home at 4 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume-building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. And we're back. This is Wanda
0: Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronc, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with the wonderful Joe Roman obstacle of overcoming, I guess, pre-divorce, post-divorce, divorce, all of that, um, and, and co-parenting with his, his ex-wife. Uh, we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Um, and so before the, the break, we were talking about, you know, Joe started, uh, he was, he's been a teacher um, for 19 years. He also got his master's in administration. And, um, and made the choice, I'm going to call it the executive choice, that it didn't make sense, you know, in in, in being a parent to, you know, take that step in his career to, to be an administrator. And um, he was also bartending. And then about six and a half years ago, he had the opportunity, um, network marketing fell into his lap. Um you know, and I, I appreciate your being so candid and and sharing as you have because I'm sure there's people, many people, both men and women, who are facing different aspects of, of this situation, the same situation, and, and it's a very difficult situation. Um, all of it is very difficult. And I also applaud you and um, the mom of your kids that you both were able to recognize that the kids, you know they're they're approaching the teen years and they're going to push the envelope. And you both made a conscious choice to work together, to communicate, increase the communication, and to be on the same page and show him. Look, whatever you got, whatever the, your son does, he's going to mom or dad and he's going to get the same answer because you guys are on the same page. I, I like that's that's you know that that's fantastic and and it's. Nirvana, for some people. You know, so I totally get it. So I, I, I applaud both of you. And, uh, it took six years. You, you know, I applaud you for, you know, making that choice not to do the administration. At least it sounds like right now, you know?
2: Correct. Right now, and I don't honestly think it may happen. I, there's still time. I, I'm 44. I still don't know what to do with my life. There's still a lot of time. And when the kids get older, maybe I'll look into that. I'm either looking into um, being an adjunct for public speaking. There's a lot of different avenues that I've been looking at. But right now, um, it's just a matter of finding what fits in the lifestyle that I have right now. And us getting along, it took a good six years. You know, some people, when they get divorced, it's very, very easy. It's very quick. They're best friends. Some people, I, still bet, I know they, they're still arguing. But going to like, divorce groups was the first thing that kind of helped me realize I wasn't the only one in this situation. And it was weird because the first six months to a year saying the word divorce, it was like a bad word. It felt like I failed at Hello. something. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: yeah, no. I lost you for a second. Yes. No, and, I, and, and there's a lot of, especially with the families, if you haven't had divorce in your family, and even, you know, if you have, it's just sometimes it's, it's, there's just so much that you're going through and so much emotion, and and it's just you know in addition to you still have to live your life and perform at your job and be a parent and and you know be a mom and a dad, you know and and, and do everything. You may be in a new house, everything is upside down, and 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 it's just you know it's very difficult. So how did you get through it? Like how did this whole thing about network marketing, like what so what happened? <laughs>
2: It's an interesting story. Um, about ten years ago, when I was married, my sister got involved in a company, and I was the same person as everybody else. I don't know what you're doing. You're gonna get involved in the pyramid. The person above you is gonna make the most money. Blah blah blah. But she was relentless, and I mean, I did the products for her just because you know I want to support her. And I like the stuff. I mean, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Whatever she was selling, I, I actually enjoyed. But just to get her off my back. I did other companies. Sorry, I can't do what you're doing because I'm doing this instead. And I really never knew what I was doing. I was just purchasing stuff just to to tell her to leave me alone, and I paid whatever. But I was still bartending. And she's like, you can get out of the bar. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm making a decent amount of money, maybe a little bit more than education, and you're on the phone 24-7 making phone calls. I don't see really anything coming in yet. And she's like, I'm planting the seeds. It comes in later. That's what they're telling. I'm like, okay, you continue to do that, and I'll continue to make my money because I have kids to support and a, and a wife. <laughs> so fast forward a few years. She's starting doing very well. I see her pictures in the magazines, but still not enough for me to leave the bar or to even consider looking into it. Fast forward to divorce and the hours that I was working, I hit rock bottom. And this is the part that I get kind of mad at myself, but it got to the point where do I continue to keep 50-50 because I don't know if I can do this anymore? Then I think the most selfish thought I've ever had in my life was, are the kids better off without me? Were they better off for a life insurance policy? I had that thought for a split second, and I got so mad because it was selfish can I really take like do that to my kids and what kind of a person could I be if you even have that thought? So I get choked up about it because I get so mad that it even crossed my mind, but it was just the hours that I was putting in the time and I couldn't figure out what to do next. So I just said, you know what? She sent me a message and she showed me her income and I was floored because I never really paid attention on how well she was doing. And I'm like, if this is working for her and I follow what she did, why can't it work for me? I mean, there are some people in this industry that make $1,000 within two years. There are some people that make multiple seven figures within a year. And then there are people who are making it, – it's just – there's a wide range of people that are doing very well and people that are doing not good at all and people that are doing okay. So when I finally sat down and started going to these meetings and stuff – there is a phrase in the entire industry that says it's a personal growth system with a compensation plan attached. And you're listening to people like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Simon Sinek, over and over and over again about personal development because this is a roller coaster ride of emotions because you're basically working your own center, your own industry. When people talk about how it's a pyramid, my sister got involved with this company ten years after it was established. So it's safe to say that there's 10 years of thousands and thousands of people above her. Fast forward to today, she's the number six income earner in her company. And she is making, she's making more than the people that started from day one, 20 years ago. And I've been in for six years, not making the money that she is. And I would never say or pretend that I'm doing phenomenal Instead of an education, making one of my assistant superintendent with something that I do part time. It did take me years to build my network, so I still had to bartend, I still had to teach, while I was continuing to build this. So you build it in the pockets of your time, and it just kind of snowballed from there to where I was allowed to leave the bar, and then Wait,
0: I'm thank just.
1: Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077Thebronk.com. And we're back. This is Wanda
0: Ellett, live in the studio at Rider University Radio Station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077 The Today I am here with the amazing Joe Romano, and he has been a teacher, and he also works in uh, network marketing, and uh, he's been sharing some great insight into his obstacle of overcoming his force. And uh, we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877 But before we continue our conversation, uh, we have our producer, Bobby Nagoescu, and um, he has his segment, Finding Your Future.
1: It looks like that there is a position open at at child guidance resource centers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for a blended case manager. Right now, they are looking for a blended case manager to help make sure that everything goes smoothly, as they put it. They're looking for somebody who can provide service coordination to children and adolescents, displaying severe social, emotional, and or behavioral disorders and their families. They're If you take this position, you will be working in partnership with the treatment team and any other involved service systems that the case manager develops and monitors and you will be also following a, di- a uh, direct plan with the case manager for that family and the client. Uh, job responsibilities include, but are not limited to, facilitating inter-, inter agency team meetings in order to coordinate service interventions and understanding the family's relationships, arranging for necessary behavioral health services, meeting with clients and families at least twice a month, and a lot more. Uh, requirements are a bachelor' degree in counseling psychology social work, or a related behavioral health field, uh, minimum one-year experience, driver's license, and flexible hours. If you're interested in applying, again, it is a position called the Blended Case Manager at Child Guidance Resource Centers in Philadelphia. It is a full-time position, and it looks like applications are closing on April 1st, 2019 at 11.55 p.m. So if you're interested, head on over and apply. This has been Finding Your Future.
0: Excellent job. Excellent job. As always. So, um, Joe, so in the first segments of the show, uh, we've covered a lot of ground. You know, you were talking about um, you know, when you were married and you were, you know, as a um you were working as a teacher, you were also bartending, uh, your wife was working in the home, you know, taking care of the boys, and then you decided you were gonna get divorced. And um it just wasn't working, nobody was happy. And, but you were nervous and, and, you know, you needed to do something. Um, but you decided to move forward, you know, with getting divorced. And, um, in the background, what was happening was, I guess your sister was working, doing network marketing and, you know, it's your sister. And I, and I remember when I met you like years ago, you know, your family's very close and, uh. You were, you were supporting her, you know, not supporting her, for anything, but you were, you know, supporting her. She's in network marketing. She comes to you, and she goes, oh, you want to buy this? And you're like, yeah. But it was like, go away. <laughs> but she kept knocking at her, knocking at your door, knocking at your door, saying, you know, why don't you do this with me? And and you were, you didn't believe it. But, like, that's a brother-sister thing, you know. And the, yeah. and then finally she shows you, like, look, I'm doing very well, you know, because yeah. you were going through everything with your divorce, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're network marketing, she <laughs> comes back and she goes, Come on, do this with me. So, how does that, like, you're at that point, and, and it's
2: just, you start doing this, but, you know, so how does that go? Like, how, what going on there? Like I said, what, she sent me an email or text message. She showed me what she was making when she first started, what she was making now, and I was shocked. And, like I said, I jumped in, started going to the personal development stuff, and realizing there has to be a better way. While I was bartending, I, it was like a playground for me. Um, I worked with a guy named Joe. We had a great time. I mean, we were making fun of customers at their expense, and they loved it. People would come in just to see what we would do next. But it got to the point where we were kind of pushing the envelope a little bit too much, and after four years, I got a phone call from the owner. She said, you either have to quit or you're going to get fired. No! <laughs> yeah. She said, You need some time off because the things that you guys are doing, the customers might think it's funny, but we don't. So, oh my God, well, you,
0: know. can I ask what you were doing or no?
2: Some of the stuff that we were doing, I don't know if I could say on the air, but between taking people's cell phones that weren't locked and writing, um, Mom and Dad, congratulations, I'm going to tell you that I'm pregnant, just stupid little things. And people didn't realize that <sighs> we posted on their Facebook wall because it was just like I said stupid little things that we would do and questions that we would ask them. It was just, it was one of those things where we pushed the envelope. And if you didn't order your drink within a certain amount of time, if you we were slammed, we would put you in timeout. And you weren't allowed to order for 10 or 15 minutes. So we had no. have fun. But some people loved it. And it was it, it was just a lot of fun. And I knew that my time was going to be limited because I, I couldn't do it anymore. And I was just like, you know what, F it. I'm going to go out with a bank. And like I said, I got a phone call one day. You need some time away. Either <laughs> take some time off or you're going to end up getting fired if you come back in. So that's when I'm wow. asking myself, I'm starting to work this. Money's starting to come in. I have no choice. It is the summer. I have two months to see what I can make with this until school starts. Wow. One thing led to another and it just started to snowball. And then within two years, I did hit a six-figure one. And then in 2015, I almost left education because I was making more than the superintendent part-time with this, not including my education salad. But also, remember in the beginning, I said that I didn't want to give up time with the kids. With this industry, like, there are meetings. There are events. You will go away. And it's about twice a year, three times a year, sometimes once. But those days that I was away was on the weekends. And my son went to tell me attacks. I scored my first touchdown. That killed me. The reason why huh. I didn't want to do administration was not to miss this stuff. But if you want to make a certain type of income, you have to go to these events. So when I stopped going to the event, yes, my income did change a little bit. Still doing better than education. But my priority right now are those two kids. And right. I know when they're older, the industry will always be there. And I can attack it again. But I also realized, too, that you ever watch the Shark Tank? You have all these millionaires and billionaires on TV investing in other companies for more income. You really think they need the money. But I realized that a lot of these top income earners, they always say to surround yourself with people that you want to be like. So the more I started surrounding myself with people who were very successful, they have multiple streams of income. Not just two, not just three. There are at least four or five streams that they have coming in. So not only with ed- I do education, I teach. I'm also doing network marketing, and I also have my hands on other things on the side. To where there are other streams of income. And,
0: and in this, I have to say, like in this in the economic landscape post uh, 2008, I think anybody who has anything, that's what they've done, and that's what they've had to do. Um, and it doesn't matter, you know. It's just that's just the way of the world anymore, and that's that's the new the new normal.
2: Exactly. And when I when I got into teaching, it wasn't about making money. It was about what I really enjoyed to do. And I hate when I go to these network marketing events and they say lose your job. You know what? For some of us, it's not a job. You would never go to a surgeon or say an EMT because they're not making six years. You would never go to an EMT and say, listen. Lose your J-O-B while they're saving somebody's life after a car accident. So to say something like that is kind of demeaning when some people don't feel like it's a job. My father was a barber. He loved it. It wasn't work for him. It was a craft. So for for somebody to say, lose your J-O-B, he would be like, who are you talking to? This is what I like to do. And Mm -hmm. he enjoyed it. So when when I went to these meetings when I first started doing it, I I just never liked that connotation because – I didn't think I had just a JLB. I was working with kids and making a difference. So it wasn't about an email. But as time goes on and you get a family, you have to worry about an income. You have to bring in a certain amount of money. Because if you don't, it's just, it's not going to work out. And when our governor came into office a few years ago and he changed a lot of the benefits, I was bringing home less than I was five years ago because things changed. I never got into education for the money, but we had certain perks. When those were taken away and I'm bringing home less, that's where I started getting nervous. I continued to bartend. The network marketing took off, and then that's where I realized where I wasn't getting paid what I was worth. So I had to do other things and find other niches to where I can bring an income where it doesn't feel like work, and I'm able to support my kids. I'm able to support myself. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. We always talk about do we have enough money at the end of the month. But 90% of us have more months at the end of our money. When somebody told me that, I'm thinking to myself, it's true. Because by the week three, money's run out. We still have another week left to pay bills. But -hmm. how many of us still have money after the month is over? Living paycheck to paycheck stinks. I'm still paying for student loans. I know people out there have thousands and thousands of dollars to pay for. I'm in my 40s and I'm still paying for student loans. The debt that we're stuck with. Is insane. Taxes are going up, mortgage, car payments. It's just, it just never ends. And I had to figure something out to p- support myself, to support my kids with the finances that I had. And when I started meeting these new people, it's just you have to do more. You have to do more, but you have to do more that you enjoy, because yeah. if you have these streams coming in, it just makes things a lot easier. To where
0: when and I'm it's not it's just teaching, the quality I, of life. You have an improved exactly. quality of life all over, all around.
2: What I love about network marketing, there's times I do phone calls and people are like, where are you? I, I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm at the beach. I'm literally <laughs> doing calls and working on the that's, beach. That's but, the best call. <laughs> but that's what I love about it because even though I am still working, I can work anywhere I want. Right. And there's times I go on vacation with the kids, but I specifically don't get Wi-Fi because when I'm with them, there's no such thing as work. I was never present with my children. I was there, but I was never really there because I, my mind was always somewhere else because I was stressed about finances. Right. When I finally was able to let go of that anxiety, I didn't realize what was right in front of me. I didn't realize that my kids are getting older, and my time with them as kids really not going to be there the way I want it to be. The best thing that's happened a couple weeks ago is my son's coming to the gym with me. So I'm going to go with him in, in a couple hours. It's just these little things that if I was yes, still bartending, that's the I wouldn't be, a- that's, I wouldn't that's, be able to go to the gym
0: That's what it's all about. You know, that's really what it's all about. And I hate to do this, but, I'm, you know, Bobby's giving me the flag. You got to wrap it up. <laughs> you are listening to your career. <laughs> we'll be right back after a short break. But you are listening to your careers falling. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett with the amazing Joe uh, Romano. And hes we're live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077 com. Uh, we're taking your calls at eight seven seven nine hundred one zero seven seven. Again, that's eight seven seven nine hundred one zero seven seven. And Joe has been great about sharing a lot of insight about going through this his divorce and and you know the quali- you know improving the quality of his life in really managing and being the CEO of Me Inc. Um, Uh, We'll be right back after a short break. Can you hear
1: me now? Yes, we can, and you've called back just in time. Let's hop over to the other line with Wanda Ellett so she can go over all the career, networking, and resume-building advice you need to succeed in your career. Only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 Com.
0: Joe, it's the end of the show. I told you, it would go super, super fast. It still goes super fast for me. During the break, Bobby and I were both saying it goes super fast for us, <laughs> like, you know, and this has really been a great show. And um, I've really enjoyed like everything that you've shared, and you've been so honest and and raw, and, and just you know really sharing some great insight and in, in how you overcame you know multiple obstacles, um, and 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 just really I I, I applaud you so much. Um, do you have any last bits of wisdom?
2: Honestly, just Go for what you want i mean i wasted a lot of time because i was scared i wasted a lot of time filing for divorce because i was scared i was wasting a lot of time with network marketing because i was scared i stayed bartending because i was scared and they always say you have to take that leap to or be uncomfortable and it couldn't be more than true and i we always say we wish we could have known now what we knew back then or however it goes i just wish there were things that i could have done differently but if I didn't go through the processes that I did, it wouldn't make me the person I am today. I mean, everybody's been okay. through that. The divorce I've been through, stuff as a kid I've been through. But if we haven't been through those things, it wouldn't make us who we are. And we can either take those things and dwell on it and say, why me, why me, why me? Or use it to our advantage to say, this is what I'm not going to let happen to either my kids or I'm going to make a change for the better.
0: And even just to be the improved quality of your life to, you know, you're just, you're just so much richer for it. And not necessarily just in a financial aspect, that richness is priceless. You can't put a price tag on all the lessons that you've gained. You can't put a price tag on the joy that you feel. And just that whole, I can imagine that feeling of when, you know, you were saying before the break, you know, you just started going to the gym with your son. And that, like, just really being present and not having Wi Fi when you go away because you didn't realize, like, how much you weren't, like, in that present moment. And, you know, it sounds silly, but, like, that's one of the things that my dog has taught me, <laughs> like, to really, sometimes I catch myself, like, on our walks, like, you know, I'll have the phone. And, but I really, you know, and it's, I've seen memes about it and it really hit me that, like, it's just, you know, you, you know, you need to spend that time with people because life is so short and, and with your kids, you know, you're, you're just teaching them so many fabulous lessons and, and, and just really, you know, giving them so much that they may not even realize today.
2: I hope they take care of me when I'm older.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They will. And I'm sure you're raising them to be good men. And, uh, you know, and and those blessings will come back to you, and and I, I truly believe that. So um, I don't know if there's anything you want to promote or how tell how people can get in touch with you, or you know,
2: people honestly they can get in touch with me either on Facebook or LinkedIn, Joseph Fermano. Um, My phone number is on both because I do a lot of different things between speaking. Um, I do a lot. I run a lot of divorce groups. Just because that's what's helped me, I actually created my own because a lot of ones that I went to just didn't fit what I needed. It just seemed like they were always harping on what happened in the past. Mine was about moving forward. Like, what's the next step? What do I have to do to get over the situation? And how do I prepare for what's going to happen next? So between the divorce groups, speaking, network marketing, education, like my hands are in a lot of different areas and a lot of different rings. I mean, if I can just help one person, whether it's a phone call or whatever, it's just it helps, and it helps me just now, as much as it helps the other person.
0: Your divorce group, is that, you know, people that are, are divorced or is it they're thinking about divorce or what, you know? And is it men and I women? Opened, and What's that?
2: It's men and women. I open it up to people who were divorced because I could learn from them, people who were going through the process of divorce. I also open it up to people who were thinking about it because that was the hardest time in my life. I mean, I was literally sitting in my lawyer's parking lot. I was in tears. And legal came out. She was like, are you okay? And I'm, I had the papers in my hand signed. I'm like, I don't know what to do. She's like, I can't take them from you. She's like, but you're here and you signed them for a reason. And I just handed them over, sobbed like a baby for another hour, and then went home. So it's just those things where they seem minuscule, but it was a huge decision. And people that were coming to the group, they didn't know what to do or they were scared, much like I was, financially. And... Ma- male or female, like, you just don't know what's next. And it's a scary thing. Scary thing being on the altar because you're going to create a family. But it's also a scary thing, too, that you're breaking one up.
0: Yeah. And then just there's just so many different facets to it. It's not an easy decision. Some people think that that is a very easy decision, um, and it's an easy, you know, oh, what's the big deal? But it is a big and deal. It,
2: and it wasn't it's about fidelity, it was it was just about we grew apart, and it, it was, that was the hardest thing. It, there was no other reason that we just, it wasn't working anymore, and the kids needed to see two parents that were happy instead of two parents that were arguing all the time and fighting. It just, it wasn't healthy for them, and it wasn't healthy for us either.
0: And that that took a lot of courage to do, and a lot of, you know, and and, and I applaud you for doing that, and, you know, and, and just it seems that, you still give the courtesy and respect back to your family, you know, as a unit and um, and to your ex, you know, because she deserves that. She, you know, you do have to co-parent. And, and like you said, there wasn't anything. It was just growing apart. And, um, and that's it, you know. And So how can they not, find the, out? Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. I said getting on or not, it's always going to be their mom, so I can never disrespect that.
0: Right. And um, so how can people find out about the, is the divorce group, the information on that? in the,
2: where's it's, that? On, it's on LinkedIn. Um, people can email me. My emails romano, R-O-M-A-N-O, 1274 at gmail.com. My phone number is 732-267-7504. People can text me. People can call. My number is all over social media. Uh, my emails also. Between LinkedIn, Facebook, that's where I meet a lot of different people. It's about networking. Cause you just don't yeah. know who you're going to be. I mean, we met how many no, years true. ago, and you saw my post, and here we are today.
0: Yeah, it's so it, it, it's so true. So thank you again, and uh, and I'm, again, I'm getting wrapped up. Wait, because I've talked for another two hours with you. So, but thank you so much for today. I really appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Thank you. I appreciate you. it too. Thank you. So, in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career. Um, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronx.com, where we have over six years' worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere. You can download the 1077 Bronx Free iPhone or Android app from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1 or WRRC2. We would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting. You can check out my website, g45consulting.com, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Boot Camp. If you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the March class. So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. We would like to thank our producer, Lee Nigoescu, for another fantastic job, and the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Rider University's Office of Career Development and Success. making this hour possible we could not do this hour without their support and lastly we appreciate you our listeners we know how difficult it is to manage your career we thank you for listening in and remember own your career and keep networking alive i'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest and hope you have a fantastic week
1: Thank you for tuning in to this presentation of Your Career Is Calling with Wanda Ellett from G45 Consulting, only on 1077 The Bronc. Wanda will be back again next Sunday at 8 a.m. with more great guests and incredible career advice to help you start or further your career. If you wanted to listen to this show or any other show from Your Career Is Calling, you can tune in on 1077TheBronc.com under the Your Career Is Calling tab. Your Career Is Calling on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Ryder university we hope that the next time that phone rings you pick it up with your career is calling only on 1077 the bronc and 1077 the bronc.com. thanks for all
0: the advice see you next time